I wanted to talk about the Jackal DAO today with its decentralized file storage. And then we can also chat. I know you were tweeting about setting up some DVPN nodes. So two very related topics, but the Jackal DAO. So they're using the secret network for a privacy front end to help manage hot storage on a back end. I think they're still evaluating which decentralized storage solution to use. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they talked a little bit about looking at SiaCoin and Filecoin. They had a podcast on Saturday. It sounded like they were leaning closer to Filecoin, but I could potentially have that wrong. So they're focused on decentralized hot storage and the two co-founders should be coming from very relevant backgrounds with audit projects in law firms, the legal industry, and they had initially built on Polygon, but they pivoted to Secret Network around the time of the Supernova upgrade, I think. And they've been recoding everything in Rust. So the big news recently is that they got a grant from the Secret Labs. So similar to Altermail, they've been really significantly validated with this, this grant. So, um, you know, I'm trying to keep it brief. But did you you've you've had a chance to look at this project, right? Yeah, I, I've been I've been able to look at it a little bit, um, kind of see what what they're trying to do, and it it honestly does seem like a really needed um, a needed thing in the industry. You're going to eventually need some sort of hot storage that is private or at least encrypted, so that you can store your files uh, in a decentralized way that also has your data protected. Um, and so this kind of seems like this would be, Jackal would be kind of solving that problem. Um, and I, I know that's a problem that a lot of people have right now. Um, just a quick example, there was um, this thing called Secret Punks launched on, on Secret Network and it was an NFT. Um, and they stored the files on Airweave, which is similar hot storage, um, but not everything's encrypted. Um, they, can, they can encrypt it in a way, but not fully. So. Well, what, what ended up happening was there's private backgrounds on these NFTs and, and through Airweave, they uploaded the images. So people were actually able to back into the hidden images, making them not hidden at all or private. So that's just kind of showing that, uh, you know, these public hot storage places aren't necessarily private at all, um, even though people might think they are. So that's just that's a great example. Yeah, and I'll just add really quickly, I know these two co-founders are very involved in the open source intelligence area online. So these are like subreddits that use public information to try to track missing people. And so it's really fascinating. They're trying to have this kind of decentralized tool that is potentially could really save lives at some point. So I have good news. The uh, founder, Patrick, is, has agreed to come on our podcast. So hopefully we'll have more announcements soon on, on when we'll be able to get him up here. But I wanted to give you a chance now, we're about halfway through, to talk about the DVPN nodes you've, you've been hosting. I put a link in the description to HandyHost. And this is a tool that makes it very easy to use your existing hardware. So any person can just run this on a computer and set up a node on their computer 
very easily to do see a coin, a cash, and DVPN. I think the easiest one of the three is DVPN because it only requires bandwidth and not extra hardware. So with that, I wanted to let you kind of introduce the, the project you've been working on. Yeah. So first off, that's that's awesome that, that you're going to be able to have uh, Patrick on the show. I'm excited for that. Definitely have some questions. I'd love to ask him and kind of hear his perspective on the whole Jackal project. Um, but as for DVPN, so that's that's a pretty cool cool one if you haven't heard about it. it it's a decentralized virtual private network, as you probably you know could put together from the name DVPN. Um, just a lot of people don't realize that you know even if you have a VPN, the all the information that you're you're using um, and stored on that on those servers is owned by you know one company right now or whatever company you're going through when you're paying for your VPN service. So if they were to get hacked or leak the data, all your private, you know, browsing and everything would be leaked. So that's that's kind of the issue with VPNs. Although they're, they're private, they are still a centralized um, data that is controlled by you know one company or one third party. So DVPN kind of decentralizes the whole VPN through individual nodes. So you can run these nodes. For example, we set up one the other day with a Raspberry Pi. Um, it's basically plug and play. You you plug in a few different uh, a power source, uh, you connect to the internet, um, and then you pretty much can run a DVPN node directly from this Raspberry Pi. And I believe they're coming out with an app in the next few days on iOS that will allow you to use DVPN, so have your own virtual private network um, anywhere you go. But also, I think you can use um, the app to actually, you know, con basically contract out and sell your additional bandwidth to provide others with, uh, you know, decentralized VPN. So it's a really cool concept. Yeah, I wanna, I'm trying to figure out a little bit more what that new app is. I haven't looked into it much, but the Handy Host app makes it super easy to spin these up. It's just a front-end interface that handles a lot of the, the back-end commands. You can just type some things into the, the fields in the the, G, the the user interface, the GUI, and it all spins up the, the config files on the back-end. So it's super easy to use HandyHost. Um, there's a link in the description to, to that software group, but I wanted to highlight, like, you can just install the HandyHost software on your computer and immediately start sharing your bandwidth for this project. And you talked a lot about the importance of decentralization in this in this aspect. I wanted to also highlight, like, you have the the freedom. It, it's it's a censorship issue as well because when you route your traffic through a VPN provider, they actually could look at it. They, they could, they, they own all of that traffic, but most of them claim they encrypted and that they can't see it, but you always wonder. So this is a trust issue and you wouldn't be able to be shut down once product market fit was achieved with a product like this. Yeah, no, that's, that is a good point to make because like you said, there is, is technically even with a, a VPN service, a, a you know, traditional one, they're going to be monitoring your traffic to an extent. Um, if, and if they do decide that, you know, you, your traffic is concerning, they could potentially turn you in um, to the authorities or what have you. I mean, there, there's lots of terms of services where they can kind of, you know, 
get out of any sort of liability and put it back on you for any you know internet search that you do. So you can just kind of gives you that protection of not having any one person who can decide if they can see your information um, because it's decentralized. No one can decide. It's 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 up to these this network of nodes. You'd have to have a consensus um, amongst the nodes, or at least you know a majority of them decide to censor someone, which would be quite hard to do. Um, which is the point. Yeah, and so I would encourage folks to look at this because they have Sentinel is the VDPN team, and they are running an incentivized program on the hub because they want to encourage people to set these nodes up. So I think that the actual usage of people using this product is low. People who actually are connecting to the network to use it as a VPN. I think it's a little low. I've run a couple of nodes on and off, and I don't think I've ever had anyone connect to mine. Now, I think part of the issue is, one, you set it up, you set the price you want to charge per gigabyte. And I, I don't know how to best figure out what's the fair market on that price. I hope that there's going to be a tool soon, someday, to analyze what people are charging and what's the going rate. Number two, this... I don't remember what the topic when I was leading here, but the incentivization program, they have started this up so anybody, you still earn tokens, even if nobody's connecting to it. So they're paying out tokens to people who are running them uh, on a monthly basis. So I still earn some tokens for setting them up, but not as much as somebody would have actually been using it. You know what I mean? So there's an incentivization yeah. period right now that you can benefit from if you set one of these up and run it. And then furthermore, the handy host, if you run it with a handy host solution, um, there's, I think, extra incentivization, extra incentive for running an HNS, the handy uh, shape resolver as well. So the, the handy host, I think, does both the HNS resolver in the background plus a DVPN note. I could be wrong about that, but just encourage people to check out HNS as well. Yeah, and, and with HandyHost, you can also run a, a SIA node too, so you can also, you know, lease out your additional storage. So there's, you can make, if you set up HandyHost, there's uh, multiple different ways you can actually create additional income. And just quickly to circle back to, to what you said about <clears throat> the DVPN node and not having much usage or, or activity to your node, I guess that makes sense to me. Um, they are very early in this whole process. The, their app, like I said, I think is coming out. Exidio, who is the company who actually is helping develop Sentinel, which is DVPN, um, they they announced their app on iOS. And like I said, I believe it comes out in the next, it might even be tomorrow or, or today. Um, but I think having an app on a, on a platform like iOS, uh, where you know every Apple user has the access to it, I think that will start to, you know, drive user adoption of it just because it's it's a lot easier to, to get. And then there's a certain sense of trust people have when something comes onto, something like the Apple Store. You know, once an app is on the Apple Store, there it gets some sort of legitimacy in most people's eyes, to where I would expect more adoption of this decentralized VPN concept. And then just one more thing, I noticed at the bottom of when you're downloading, because you could pre pre download the app, which I did. Um, they, it says no, no privacy data is collected. So that was a really cool thing to see. And that's something I think a lot of people will see when they're looking for a VPN. 
um, through the App Store and see that maybe that is what makes DVPN different from the rest. So I'll just leave it at yeah. that and kind of test. Well, let me, yeah, let me look at, if I, if I look at the, the website, it looks like this is a client. Exidio is kind of like the client program that I would use to then connect to this whole network. I suspect it looks like there's a, in their UI, that you can just use this to connect. So I'm hoping there's going to be some good analytics coming out of this regarding what's the price of people, like what are people paying to use it. That way we could set up a, a fair price that's not too low for our bandwidth or too too high. And then it also looks like that they, all, they, they advertise it that you can set up your own DDPN company with this. So yeah. potentially white labeling. You could potentially white label. I don't know how that works. And I haven't looked into Exidio enough, but it's on my list now. Yeah, and I and I know we're running a little short on time for our daybreak, but just kind of to, to point out what you just said, um, you can kind of customize the application. So I think the, the thought is that companies will kind of customize their own, you know, virtual private network and then um, basically launch it on for themselves where it's more of a private, you know, VPN network. Uh, like a very limited one. And then the, it also kind of allows a much easier barrier to entry for, you know, starting. If you want to start a company and have your own service, you can go customize it right on the app pretty easily and deploy it. So this is just a really simple way to to kind of, like you were saying earlier, kind of spin up your own VPN service um, or just use Sentinel's, you know, out-of-the-box service. Yeah, no doubt. Really exciting stuff. I mean, these are products that, between Jackal, what they're building, and DVPNs like this, I mean, it's quite something to see all of these products, projects coming to fruition. So, hey, thanks for coming on early. I will maybe see you tomorrow. I'm not sure. Um, so we are going to try to have a rotation of different people on the crypto chemistry team coming in and out here, depending on who's available, who wants to come on and talk about something they're looking at. It might be me, it might be one of the other co-hosts and then one of our other team members. So um, not sure who, who we'll have tomorrow, but we'll have some good topics. Oh. Yeah, and thanks for having me. It's fun and, and of course I will try to come as, as often as I can and hopefully see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, no doubt. All right, have a good one. You too.